Hello everyone, I'm Julia, Julia Outlaw, part of the Harmony and Health team. And today I'm here with three colleagues, um, really interesting people to talk about rhythm and rhythm and its relation to harmony and health. So before we get into that, I'm going to introduce them. And we have Sarah, Sarah Carusi, who's a musician. Um, she plays in a flamenco jazz band. She's also a singer, works with orchestras and um, has set up a dance group as well. And she is an Alexander Technique teacher. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. We have Bartosz. I'm joining us from Poland. Bartosz Nowakowski. And he is an actor, a director in theatre, um, also a musician. He has a deep love for theatre and music and directing. He's involved in lots of theatre projects all over the world and set up lots of projects as well for youth and to do with rhythm, including Dream Drummers, Ethno Music Group, which maybe he'll tell us about. Um, welcome, Bartosz. Hi, hello. And Hannah, Hannah Puykinen, welcome. Hannah is a neuroscientist and she also trained as a dancer. So she brings these two things together in her company, Wise Motion, where she works with movement and meditation, linking neuroscience with movement and helping a lot of brain-related illnesses and also therapists and other people to use this knowledge in a more holistic way. Um, so, so much experience here on this call, and I'm really interested to hear all of your thoughts about rhythm. It's a big topic, and as I was just reflecting on it um, and thinking, what aspects can we cover? What can we talk about? And I'm interested really in how it relates to harmony. And when I think of rhythm, I first think of the percussion section of an orchestra or drums or clapping or uh, maybe dance. And I also think of rhythm like in us, so a heartbeat, or as I was walking this morning, I was hearing my feet in the snow, that kind of rhythm. Um, and the rhythm of the season, so more broadly, sort of how the world's rhythms go on and how we're connected to that. But maybe I could ask each of you sort of how you see rhythm in its broadest sense and how that relates to harmony and us. Sarah? Well, that was a wonderful introduction to rhythm and harmony already, Julia. <laughs> what to add? Um, well, we all talk and we all speak a language. Some of us speak our mother tongue, some of us don't. And I think it's a good place to start. I'd say language is rhythmical and we can convey what we want to say without actually using the words. I could say, da da dang 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 and immediately everyone can feel that and you know what I'm saying. And it's innate and it brings a sense of union and harmony. So to relate rhythm to harmony, I'd say, is it's ineffable, really. We can't talk about it. We can't really touch it. We can only really feel it. So if I give an, if I like to, to talk about it through experience, so that dagger, the dagger, the that, 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 I could also do da taka takita taka dimi taka taka dimi taka juna taka taka dimi taka juna taka. Got some rhythms and clapping. Exactly, we've got Baratosh counting on. We'll we'll experience more of this in our workshop, which I believe is on the twenty fourth of February. That's right, seven o'clock, twenty fourth of February. Yeah, we'll we discuss go... all this quite practically. Exactly. Yeah. 
Bartosz, what, what about for you and your knowledge of rhythm and how it relates to the world? Yeah, first of all, I, I really looking forward to our meeting. I cannot wait, especially of what Sarah just did. Just to answer in you is dagetete 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 kran dirk dirk da dirk 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 da dirk 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 da. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> There's a whole conversation going on here. <laughs> for so for me as well, rhythm is a kind of a language we can understand. Uh, through the barriers of geographic or culture or every, anything. But for me as well, it's very organic. It's uh, something we are born with. Uh, we are start with the heartbeat. And this heartbeat is always in the rhythm uh, going on and bringing things to life. Uh, so that's uh, the approaching I have in theater, trying to understand the rhythm in a very organic way, not only the dancing way, but how to actors move in the south, certain ways, uh, looking for the rhythm on stage. But as well, when I work with youth, uh, I'm looking for joy, simply for joy, for being together, playing rhythm together and it don't have to end at the stage. It don't have to be a music piece for the concert or stage. It's uh, it's that moment we are all together. That's why I love uh, body percussion. During our meeting, I will show you a short uh, uh, pattern of body percussion. I hope you will learn it and uh, enjoy mm, because that's the rhythm in harmony for me. Great. Hannah. Yeah, first of all, thank you, everyone. Absolutely fascinating. And I'm actually here, like, listening to the conversation with a big smile on my face. So I think that's kind of telling the essence of rhythm. It's a way to create connection. So it's a way to create connection in our own bodies, as you, Julia, beautifully described. Or I think everyone of you mentioned heartbeat and the rhythm of, of the breath. And also, as a neuroscientist, what I look at is the rhythm in the brain in the sense of sense of synchronization of different brain regions and so forth. So I think the rhythm, it's a very fundamental and, you know, a primitive way of, of communication. So if you really start zooming in, you start to find very fundamental rhythms and how, how, how they interact together. And then, of course, it's, it's fascinating how rhythm creates connection and how we have this uh, innate tendency to find patterns in, in sounds and, and in rhythm and kind of create our own meaning in the rhythm. Yes, and even talk in a funny language <laughs> with it. It's, it's so fascinating. Maybe we'll come back to that, how we can relate more to rhythm and how it helps connections and health a bit later. But I'd love to explore uh, maybe Sarah and Bartosz about rhythm in different cultures. You were saying, Bartosz, that you've got always got that context on it. And I know kind of rhythms are more popular in certain cultures or they're used for different things? Or can you tell us about that? Uh, it's not uh, the easiest answer. Uh, uh, again, for, for me, I mm, from my perspective, I start the journey with the rhythm uh, from looking in uh, ethnic cultures, roots related how primal can I get through Africa, through aborigines in Australia? I was traveling there looking for, for real things there. 
which I can use in my work. Then I thought that it's kind of uh, stealing, so it's not fair. So I was looking something deeper in it. And I come up simply with this, that uh, uh, when I was participating and I was uh, playing the rhythms with those people, um, the only thing we are... (laughs) Well, focus was on the beat, on the groove, on being together, like nothing else around exists. Later on, we putting the things in the context. For 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 that, the culture related is, it's for me quite important. Like uh, Tala, we just spoke the language uh, with Zara. It's so so beautiful. Uh, it's endless journey through the rhythms through the whole world. We can say, uh, talk about using a boran in uh, Scottish music. Uh, and we can t- talk about the same drum using in Turkey, but in different style of playing. That's really something uh, for me beautiful because it's for, for everybody common thing. Amazing. It's so many layers, it seems, and... You have to end, sort of for me, it's down. endless. It's, it's endless, uh, beautiful journey. For example, in New York, I met the guys who are standing on the corner of the street and just beatboxing uh, with the mouth. And I, of course, okay, guys, hello. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a really big fan of the rhythm. And I spoke with them, and it appeared there are Roma and non-Roma people youth from the from this uh, uh, neighborhood and they uh, come up the st- new york style connected with the uh, tradition roma singing like like normal singing with words course they have like short things like do we do we dasha dasha do we do we do we dasha dasha do we and they connect it and it sounds so perfect Wow. And I love that that was just a chance interaction you had. Yeah, it's you, if you are looking for, for, for the rhythm, you can find it everywhere. Everywhere. I remember when I started uh, taking lessons on jemba, on African instrument. I was so focused. I was so in it. And after the like two hours of lesson, I walked to, to, to home and took the, the tramway uh, in Krakow. And it was banging. And suddenly the rhythm of this vehicle started to me make sense as a rhythm, <laughs> as a pattern rhythm. So really it's all around us. And it's in us. And it's deeply embedded in some cultures. I mean, they seem in some ways more connected than, than we are to it. Sarah, would you agree? Well, absolutely. My... my um my descent, my my Persian parents and the family were always, always beating with their hands, tapping tables and innate rhythms that have been passed down through lineages, centuries, um, very much connected to their ancestry. I love the joy that, uh, unfortunately, a podcast, you can't see people's faces, but the joy in Bartosz's face when he does those rhythms, I can't explain it. It's so lovely to see. Um, in contrast to, to what Bartosz was saying, you've got, I'll take you to Syria, a country um, that's, that I'm getting to know very well because the, you know, out of a lot of um, 
terrible circumstances, we can find some positives. So the Syrian refugees that have come to our country have brought their music with them. And I'm very lucky to, to have met some from the, um, um, the, the National Orchestra in Syria, and they're now colleagues of ours, and we play with them, and we've learned a lot of Syrian rhythms. And they have very strict rules around these rhythms. For example, you've got the Zafa rhythm, which is a joyous rhythm, and it's one that you hear at weddings and celebrations and parties. And it just goes boom, da ga da da boom, da da boom, da ga da da boom, da da. You're there already. Everyone's moving. <laughs> I love the wedding, <laughs> but it's very strict. I've tried to change it and maybe add a little something or turn it upside down, and they're not having it. So there's also within this organic nature and flowing, there's there's some roots that have come through centuries and are still there and still have the same effects, which is inside us, inside all of us, and connects us all together. So there's something I like in rhythm that's very spiritual. It's you can't touch it, you can't see it, but somehow together, when we connect with it, we can all feel it. The other example I'll give you is so you mentioned I playing a flamenco band. The reason I love flamenco musicians, we have a we have a gaditano in our group who's from Jerez in Andalusia, and he can't help but be rhythmical. Whether he's sat on a box and he taps the box, which is called the cajon, which is actually a musical instrument in flamenco, which stems back from the days of where the forced slaves had to go over in the ships. They they didn't stop making their music. They bang their boxes and beat their rhythms on their on their keys and their claves. And we still have this essence in the flamenco music. So he's constantly rhythmical, and I gain so much through just being in in his presence. And I and I feel also the responsibility of being a musician to enhance others with that and to pass that on. It's it's funny you said Sarah. I used to say I usually say when I start working with the new people that and now we will do music from the air from nothing. And then we are starting clapping different things. It's so, so true you said it, that it's uh, in us. All you need is a bunch of people working together. Yes, because we often talk about, you know, the music's effect on us and how different pieces of music can have, make you feel different things or even be healing. Um, And also nature, in terms of being out in nature, being healing. And this rhythm seems to be really at the base of all of that, this this kind of beat that you're talking about that you can find um, in different ways and work with. It's amazing. You can feel the beat even of even uh, of the ocean. I was born close to the seaside and first my years I was living close to the seaside. Uh, and there's a, now I'm living in the mountains. So when I'm back to the ocean or sea or whatever, I usually sit and just listen to the waves. It had the rhythm as well. I was sailing as well. So the waves have the rhythm as well. And you can really, really organic feel it on the, on the boat when you are sailing. So that's why I'm saying that this, this, that organic aspect is always interesting for me. It reminds me of surfers saying that best bit's just waiting out the back, feeling the rhythm of the yeah, wave, yeah, yeah, yeah. one with the world. Maybe, Hannah, we could come to you and talk a bit more about the effects on the brain of rhythm and how it relates to our connection with ourselves. Yeah, maybe actually there is an interesting practical example when Bartas was mentioning that he was learning to uh, play djembe. I actually have a similar experience. I, I tried to learn it. 
Lindsay Blade uh, with a musician from Burkina Faso. And of course, my approach in the beginning was that I somehow tried to think the rhythm and I tried to like kind of think what comes next. And then it's like, I'm sorry, but like, this is not going to work. You have to leave it and just think about like swimming or walking or, or so, so where you have this natural rhythm. And then it was curious just by changing the mental image. I could grasp like quite complex rhythms, but once I kind of, kind of, kind of gave away the cognition and the ration and and the need to control and the need to decide, I could actually learn much more. So, so that was a fascinating experience. And then, if we go and look deeper, like okay, so what happens in the brain? We seldomly say that we we hear the rhythm. It's rather that we feel the rhythm. And, and what happens, how, how the rhythm enters into our brain, then, of course, it comes through the auditory pathway. So it activates the auditory brain regions like any other sound. But then it goes kind of deeper. So it starts to activate the motor-related regions, for example, the motor cortex, and also deeper brain regions, such as basal ganglia, which is very important exactly for movement production and also rhythm and rhythmic patterns in general. But it's also related to reward. So that's why I think especially groove in the music, that's why we really enjoy it and it, we feel it as something very pleasurable because it activates the both. We embody it, it activates the motor regions as well as the reward network. But we will go more into detail and maybe talk more widely about it in, in the workshop. I'm yeah. so interested in what you are saying now, Hannah. Uh, it's... Uh, uh, <laughs> I love yeah. the things when they are starting to, you know, like connect to each other. And I don't yeah. know how to say it in English. It's working like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interweaving. Yes. I'm so lucky to be working in this field of harmony and discussing these things together because it, it, all these strands are so rich. And I mean, it's amazing. So I, what came to mind then was Evelyn Glennie, the percussionist who's deaf, who said that she can hear a rhythm in everything that she sees the trees moving and she senses the vibrations of it and then plays amazing music and yeah. it makes sense if it goes right into the motor cortex yeah. yeah and you can really see that in the brain that we have this tendency to create patterns and 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 like kind of build meaning for for our, ourselves also in the rhythmic I'm sense bursting to say something it's so fascinating this topic. <laughs> i love evelyn glevy i'm glad you mentioned her julia um i remember watching a very good ted talk of hers um you must you must try to watch that she was asked um i think it was the royal college of music that she she applied to go and study and in her audition she was she was just asked a very simple question you're deaf how, how can you hear rhythms and she just said i don't know I think I feel it through my feet, through my hands, through my arms, through my legs, maybe even through my ears. But I feel it was the answer. And there's this obsession with hearing rhythm, but it's something that we feel. It's a sensory experience. And relating, I now understand a little bit more the young people that I work with in one of the orchestras, the UP Orchestra. Um, we have um, young people with special educational needs. And we have this young person who, she's mute but she she plays phenomenal rhythms. She has a kit drum and she'll just burst into the greatest hip hop beat you can imagine after having been mute for maybe a couple of sessions. And that's what you just explained, Hannah. That I think helps me understand because we can often just say, oh, you know, 
that person, they're not going to be able to do this. They're not going to be able to understand this. We're judging from our own understandings, which are a bit fake, because what we're actually mm-hmm. saying is we feel rhythms. Everyone and we, can feel. Yeah, and we can really grasp it also like from visual rhythm or even sensed rhythm. If we think about, for example, contact improvisation, and that's how we create the rhythm with the other person. It's through the rhythmical touch rather than the music or vision. I mean, we've already touched on so many reasons why rhythm is good for you, I think. I mean, not least the joy of it and, and connecting with people. But if we're thinking about health, and rhythm. I mean, how could we use rhythm to be more healthy or more in harmony with ourselves? I mean, I'm thinking of babies, your premature babies, and they even just them hearing the heartbeat um, doesn't have to be their mother, but ideally um, calms their blood pressure significantly more than if they were left without that sound. Um, and I'm sure there's many examples like that. But as we get older, how can we be more in touch with rhythm? Big smiles. Yeah, and I think then also like when we get, let's say, when we get out of health, it might be also that we get out of rhythm. So I think that rhythm is something very fundamental. Um, For example, if we think about anxiety or fear, then we get out of this natural breathing pattern and we start to like hold the breath or or our heart starts to raise. And, And I think just by connecting to this like really simple basic rhythm such as the rhythm of walking or perceiving like okay how's the rhythm of my breathing this is like the first step to start restoring the the harmony and the health in in us so just noticing our own rhythms it made me think also about bigger rhythms like around cycles and our menstrual cycle even those kind of rhythms being more in touch yeah for for me as as well it's uh it's the thing of context and how you uh, approach and what you are looking for, what you need. Do you need a kind of uh, calmness and relax uh, environment or through the rhythm you need to actually move and to look for something uh, which is a little bit more dynamic and it can be as much or even more joyful. Even walking, when you are, we agree the simplest way walking, but the four we choose to count and do crazy things about it. And you are in in my theater. We are looking always uh, for for dynamic, how to bring joy in the dynamic, not only the home. I feel relaxed. <laughs> it's not always working, not for the youth. <laughs> They're more like, okay, uh, uh, Bartos, just sing this. Die, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, dash, dash, do it, do it. Okay, that's the thing that relaxes them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it's really depending on the need we are looking for. Uh, uh, as well, I work with the students from a music academy, uh, and I was asking the the, the one of the professor asked me to, to 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 lead the workshop for them, and I say, hey, but I'm not actually a musician. I love music. I put in theater experiment, but okay, what you are doing is it's really helpful. And I was working with those students to show them the joy of the music again. 
that it's not necessary have to be always about counting, about really precise rules you have to keep. No, something you are doing, simply doing. It's like to, to working of your conscious of being here, right here, right now, uh, with those people or with yourself, but being uh, aware of where you are. Uh, and because when you are playing uh, uh, an instrument or playing on yourself, uh, the whole world around disappear because you are focusing on this one thing, practical thing. Uh, so that, that's the thing, it's healthy. That your brain starts to work. In, for, for me, you are a specialist, Hannah. But for, for me, it's like I cut the whole things which put me down simply. They are, mm-hmm. don't matter at the second. I'm doing it. Yes. Yes. Sarah? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Where to go? The, the, well, the essence of what springs to mind from this conversation today is that really we have an, an incredible opportunity with, with what we're calling rhythm, but what is actually present in, in every moment of every given day. It's how we tune our senses to that whether we actively choose to go online and join in a percussion workshop, which there are many being offered at the moment with this pandemic, or whether it's that we actually tune ourselves to the sounds and the environment around us and listen and just experience listening, whether that's a bird or whether that's someone cooking or making tea, whatever it is, or whether it's picking up your instrument, which is what I like to do, and and finding one rhythm and finding something in the moment of that rhythm and your instrument and yourself and hopefully someone else to play along with because it's a beautiful relationship. So it's it's it makes me think that harmony and rhythm is about relationships. The connectedness essence element, I suppose, of harmony is really strong in rhythm and you have those opportunities. So I'd say as you're getting older, to, to, to realize that there's possibly more available to you because you bring more to life. The, the older you get, in the Persian culture anyway, and I'm sure in many cultures, the wiser you get, the older you get. And so the more revered and more respected you are and the more access you have to these magical worlds of rhythm we're talking about. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. And thank you, Botosh and Hannah as well. Just fascinating. We could talk and talk and... I hope that's whetted your appetite for the practical event where we're going to try some rhythms and hear in a bit more detail about the things we've been discussing um, just now. So that's the 24th of February. Sign up for that and then we can continue the conversation. Thank you very much. Thank you, Julia. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, everyone. And can't wait to see you all. See you then.